Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto-scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2? No problem. Holidays? Flash sales? No problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk-free, and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero, better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I'm Kalen, and I'm joined by a very special guest today, Ricardo Tempesta, uh, out of uh, Italy. Ricardo, how are you doing, sir? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm one of the first person ever that pronounced my name in the right way. <laughs> well, I, 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 t- <laughs> I speak Spanish, so, you know, that's, that's the yeah, only way I was so able great. to to do it um so uh i have to first off uh what is this thing in the corner oh i know what that is i have to first off um give an official apology because this is the first time we've really talked in person and back a few years ago we scheduled a mage talk event at imagine and it conflicted with one of your talks we we did it by accident and i know you're completely over it and probably forgot about it but I have to apologize. And also I have to apologize that it took me so long to apologize. So Yes, but uh, yeah. So um, actually it's, it's your problem because you know, Italian mafia, it can be dangerous honestly, to make <laughs> an Italian upset. So <laughs> I'm joking. I remember that, but there's no way to not overlap someone at that event. Yeah. But yeah. I think you're, probably your book was much more interesting than mine. So no problem. I, I doubt it. I very much doubt it. It was a security. It was a talk on security, right? Yes. It's boring. It was boring for sure. Yeah. You, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that your, your event was much more funny. Yeah. Um, by the way, have you heard of the uh, show on prime video? I don't know if they had, do they have prime video in Italy? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, have. Have we you also heard have of, internet. Can you imagine? You have internet, like like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've heard you've heard of Google and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I heard about something like Google should be a kind of is that a glasses or? <laughs> it's, oh no, yeah. it's, oh. it's like a yeah. yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of coffee? Yeah, so you've heard of co- you've heard of coffee no. as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk all about your whole coffee situation, um, but. Um, but yeah, there's a show called Zero Zero Zero. Have you heard about that? Oh the- yeah, zero. Yeah, heard heard about that. Actually, uh, on another, I, I don't know if I have on Prime Video, but it's on, on another uh, on-demand service. But I never, honestly, I never started it. I have so many TV yeah, series to too many to watch. To watch. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, intense. So it's um, it's it's uh it's very uh it's very intense, and it's um, it's interesting because. There's like, there's a, a piece of it uh, there. I'm not going to get too much into it, but basically there's people in Italy, there's people in Mexico and in the U S and it goes back and forth between them. 
and uh, and then uh, everything is in the original language. So there's a lot of Italian, and then it's all uh, subtitles. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, a ton uh-huh. of Italian and stuff like that. So, anyways, and they're like they're like mobsters. It's like a um, it's like a yeah, they're like basically mobsters and stuff like that. So okay, that's I what see. it made me think of when you uh, when you told me that I might need to watch out for the Italian mob, you know. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, so um, you know, we want to talk about a lot lots of stuff to talk about. You know, this is in our kind of series on remote work. I think there's a lot to cover there. Oh, by the way, oh. I just uh, um, saw the news recently that uh, the um, I don't know if you consider it an acquisition or an investment um, in, your, oh, yeah. in your company. So congratulations on that. Oh. Um, and uh, actually, maybe you, if you want to explain a little bit about that, that'd be that'd be interesting. Oh yeah, it's quite boring, but I will try to to make the long story short. Yeah, so basically, it's not an acquisition. So we uh, we just gave away the fifty one percent. So basically, this this company is controlling our company. It's it's a quite huge one. It's a digital company, and made by hundreds of people. It's quite big. So we are working with this company since I don't know maybe five years. Uh, six years, so it's a, it's a long story. And so we decided to to make this step um, because inside this company, we also have other uh, colleagues and other companies that are uh, making our same jobs, but maybe different aspects. So you got, uh, because, you know, my company, it's, it's mostly a, 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 del- a delivery company. So basically we... We write code and, and so on. So it's a, it's a tech company. Uh, inside this group, we also have uh, people uh, managing web marketing, for example, or uh, stuff like that. So it's the parent it's company that completes our company. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So they decided to to buy the fifty one percent of my company, but we're we're still an independent company. I'm still managing my company, and I will keep managing it for probably a long time. And they asked us to to keep in the management, of course. And it's a, it's a great uh, step for me. Uh, so it's, it was quite tough because it's one year we're talking about this acquisition and we, you know, and the COVID situation was not so helpful to, to, to make it real. So but you were now, probably in discussions, we be, you were probably in discussions yeah. before COVID happened and then... Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It was, we started last year in the summer uh, and we decided to to make it happen on uh, December, but you know the COVID virus decided <laughs> in a different way. So, mm-hmm. so we we had to to wait for uh, to to make it finish. So we we made it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, That's so really it's, cool. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. The. Um... Yeah, the the uh, coronavirus situation in Italy was obviously real intense, or I guess in some parts of Italy. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Uh, it on. was uh, in the north part of Italy was a kind of nightmare. Uh, they had a lot of um, a lot of people that died. Uh, that you know, it's quite you know I don't I don't want to talk so much about that because uh, for them was a, a real nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I am a part of uh, one of the lucky guy that is living uh, in a region that was uh, not impacted. So we had very few cases, uh, a bunch of people that died. Uh, so we have to consider ourselves uh, just lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so I didn't uh, I didn't leave the COVID situation in first person, to be honest, because here I was a kind of you know it seems like you're uh, living in a movie. Uh, because you 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 see everything from newspapers and from TV, but mm-hmm. you, you you don't live by yourself. Mm-hmm. You just see that no one is outside, no one is walking uh, in the street. Uh, but it was just that. I mean, for me, it was just strange. It was not scary. So for other people, it was a, as I say, a very yeah, but at the very memory. beginning, I was scared, to be honest, because you, you, you didn't know what was happening mm-hmm. and if you were safe or not, you know. Yeah. I, my, my parents, so I was, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, I was thinking to them if, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah. But I, we are lucky at the end. So now uh, our, our city is considered to be COVID-free. So we had no contagions since I don't remember yeah. how much time. Yeah, uh, we still have to to use masks, masks for example. But um, I I don't see any good reason, honestly. Now I think it's just to avoid a second wave in October, mm-hmm. uh, just because people are scared. Yeah, but now yeah, Italy is quite uh, is a quite safe place now. So mm-hmm. we have very few cases, absolutely very few cases. Yeah. So yeah. I have to say that we we managed to. Uh, to face the situation quite well. That yeah. is quite unexpected from Italy, <laughs> unexpected mm-hmm. from Italy to, to handle <laughs> something in the right way. But for one time, we did it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's similar, I think, everywhere. And in the U.S. here, there's uh, obviously some areas that are uh, more heavily affected and others where uh, you don't, like you said, it's like you didn't really live it in the first person. Um, but... Uh, Anyway, what's the name of the city that you live in, by the way? Uh, uh, the name is Perugia. It's the most central city in Perugia. Italy. Okay. It's, it's exactly in the center. I'm right in the uh, center of in... Texas. Uh, uh, Austin is right in oh. the center of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 It's just um, slightly bigger, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> A little bigger. Texas is, should be... Bigger, I, I don't know, probably one half of Europe, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I never probably. It's, realized, yeah, but yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous how big it is. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Most of the West side of Texas is sort of empty. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's doesn't make any sense. It's just like way too big. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so. Um, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, maybe you've been in the Magento community for a long time. Uh, Magento yeah. master, which, which year were you a master? Uh, 20, 2019 and 2020. Mm. So I'm still a master. Oh, two years. But okay. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Two years. Uh, but to be honest, I'm not very, uh, old community member because I started, um, uh, cause you're only, only in your early thirties. Uh, so again, I'm sorry. No, so I said you're not very old because you're only in your early 30s. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you have to add some, yeah, probably 10 years more. But yeah, I'm 40. <laughs> but thank you anyway. No, but I started in uh, maybe four years ago. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, four years ago. Uh, I don't remember exactly. It was my, my first speech was in Czech Republic. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. probably yeah, 2016 or 2017, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Nice. Uh, 
but I'm working with Magento since uh, 2008, so it's, it's quite long. So I stayed in the shadow for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm a shy guy. You're a shy guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm joking. <laughs> How long has you uh, have you been in business? And your company is called Mage Specialist. Uh, well, not exactly. I mean, everyone knows it as Mage Specialist, but Mage Specialist is a brand. Uh, the company name is a skiller. Uh, we wow. decided to have this separation between, you know, the company name and the brand because we didn't want to be uh, stuck with one with one brand and with right. one product. For example, in this specific case, it's Magento, right. of course, because mm-hmm. made specialists. You can imagine, we are not selling WordPress. Uh, so, but no, I'm in the business since I was 20, 21. Nice. Uh, so it was two thousand one. And uh, well, 22 actually. And uh, I created my previous company uh, that was acquired by this new one. Uh, and yeah, so I'm working, but uh, yeah, for with the company, but in the business, same in the business since I was 18. Uh, in so the it same, was, I was in the still same in the business high school or in the same exact uh, Yeah, thing? in the same business. Wow. No, in the, in the same business, but it, I didn't create my company. I didn't oh. yet create my company, so I, I was uh, just a freelance. Gotcha. Uh, I was still in the high school, so I decided to to make something because I always, you know, liked uh, computer science in general. And at that time, you know, internet was a quite new thing. Uh, it was um, 97, 96, 97, so... Mm. Very few people had the internet, so I started very at very early stage mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, nice. Um, have you been? Uh, are you guys remote team or um, more in person? Uh, we are now a remote team. Okay. Previously, so you're we were, COVID uh, remote. <laughs> COVID remote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we will keep. Uh, we stay as a remote company now. Uh, because we were, uh, let, let's call it traditional company. Uh, uh, we were uh, a traditional company, but we wanted to try the remote working for, uh, we tried for uh, a couple of weeks some years ago and we didn't like it so much. Uh, but the COVID forced us to, of course, to, to, to go full remote for uh, three months. And we actually liked this time, probably because we are bigger, we are more, uh, we are ready to to be remote. Because most of the people thinks that, uh, think that uh, a remote company is much easier to handle. Actually, I think it's much harder to handle uh, because you have to uh, correctly handle your tasks. You have to use the, uh, the right tools. So it's not so easy. But now it seems like we, we were ready because we uh, we liked it and we also increased our productivity. So we decided to stay as a remote company. That's now interesting. We will, uh, we will. So, uh, well, honestly, um, when I say remote, actually, we, I mean the smart company. And when I say smart company, at least in Italy, means you can work. I think it, is the, it has the same meaning, of course, but it means you can work yeah, from home or uh, go at the office if you like. Okay. So we still have an office. So if you if you want to work there because you I, you don't have the air conditioning like me now at home, for example, <laughs> and you want to go to the office, you can go there. Yeah. Or if you have your little baby running, 
<laughs> in the in the home while you're working and try to 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 click and press every single key you have in the keyboard because you know your father is is touching the keyboard and you want to do the same yes you can go to the office if we if right, you want to right. it's, you know it's not it's not direct experience of course <laughs> it's one friend of mine that told me this. Yeah, yeah, a friend, <laughs> a friend of yours. That friend needs to needs to uh, work work on their setup. Um, and yeah. how uh, how big is your team? Uh, do you mean my my old company? I mean, yeah, the, the current yeah. company, Skiller. Uh, Skiller is almost twenty people. Twenty people. Okay. Uh, so it's a quite small company. Uh, the world. Uh, and you're still a separate. Is, you're yeah. still a separate company. I mean, yeah. you're yeah, yeah. So, although I'm sure that yeah, the they, they, company invested in you combined is probably yeah, massive. They both they they took the fifty one percent. So it, it is a still independent company, but they have full control. Uh, we'll probably uh, be acquired in the next ten years. Probably I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. It depends on how it goes. Mm-hmm. But. I love how I like open you are about everything. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if it's a a business culture thing in the U.S., but everything is so kind of secretive about acquisitions and things like that. Like uh, I don't know, it's like you never say anything about. Uh, I, I don't. There know. is no actually there is no secrets because it was published on the internet that we have been a, let, let's say not acquired, but they they are the fifty one percent. So no, 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 I, I know. actually I know, but I mean secret. like. I mean, like when you said that maybe we'll be acquired within ten years. I don't know. No, I mean, know? maybe it's just it's just yeah. my idea because it's yeah. it's, the, it's what usually happened in these cases. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you said something that was really interesting to me. You said that uh, your productivity increased when you went remote, yeah. and I'm curious to learn a little bit more about that. How did you how did you measure that? Like, how do you what like tell me a little more about that uh, productivity increase? Uh, Yes, the first stage it was um, uh, it was an impression. Uh, so it, it was a feeling. I'm sorry, it was a feeling that the productivity was increased. Uh, but then we started seeing that uh, we managed to close uh, more tasks. Uh, we managed to go live with two very um, hard projects, uh, two websites, two magenta websites that were were very tough. And so we we saw actually uh, that the people was feeling better uh, because we we also see that uh, all the guys in my company were happier to to be working from home to not stay at the office. Uh, I don't know how much was because it was a kind of new way uh, to work, or if they were actually happy because uh, working from home might make you happier. I have no mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will see, of course. But yeah, we um, we saw that basically we were uh, able to to manage much more activities, and people were people were more concentrated. Uh, so this is the way we we measure. We we have no other ways. Mm. So you could just tell people but, were more productive and and happier. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But i i see I see them uh, happier, honestly. That is the most in- important thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of like like happiness and stuff like that, and like you're men- you you were mentioning, you know, not being sure is this a short term thing? Are they just excited because it's new versus yeah, it's really going to work long term? This like- is why we this is why we want to go in a smart mode way. 
uh, not only remote. Because we, uh, for example, now people are starting telling me, hey, we have to see each other uh, because we, we don't right. see each other since we miss three months. seeing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, because, you know, in, my, in our, in our uh, offices, uh, it was a quite funny environment. So everyone was joking. So it was very relaxed. So everyone was a friend. We were used mm-hmm. to, uh, to go and play football together, uh, stuff like that, you know, uh, go out and eat pizza together. Uh, we also had the LAN party at lunchtime, for example. Nice. <laughs> so nice. it was quite, you know, uh, it, it was a quite relaxed environment. And they are missing, I think. Um, it, it was like a classroom, you know. Uh, like a classroom? Your, like a school classroom? Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. When you were at school. So uh, it was something like that. So probably uh, people are missing now uh, that feeling and that environment. Usually so, I think of classroom as being like kind of boring. Like, it, like um, yeah, you know? it is usually, but our classroom was funny. It was like a fun classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> gotcha. No, I mean, um, uh, what I was meaning, uh, you know, I sometimes I have problem translating what I think in English. Uh, so, uh, what I mean is when you miss, your, for example, your classmates and your classroom mate, of course, you, uh, mm. even at work can be boring, for example, but you can miss a colleague, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like the way that, uh, maybe, maybe what you meant, um, like for, for us, like when, like I think of like when, um, I was in like college or you call university, uh, yeah, you think of that as being more fun than when you enter get into work you know uh kind of a thing yeah maybe yeah yeah um, that, that's what i mean exactly okay so yeah. now we're trying to make some uh barbecue together we're trying to plan some barbecue together uh some activity like that or uh, to go and play for example airsoft or stuff like that so just, just to just to make people together to, to airsoft make, is, make the, is the together. like yeah. is the like paintball type thing uh exactly exactly yeah. or paintball stuff like that yeah you know? do you do you do that do you play airsoft oh i love it Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, nice. I, I, I haven't it. done that yet. No, it's, yeah, uh, I don't have any more time. You know, with with a with a small baby, it's it's quite tough to wake up early in the morning and a Sunday. Yeah, so, so, but I. How I long have you used to go? Have you done that for a while? Oh yeah, I don't know, maybe ten years. Nice. So, so you're, I, you're actually, probably to be pretty honest, good. I also, <laughs> yeah, I also have. Uh, very few people know about that, but uh, I also have another company uh, that is a very small company that that was created more for fun than for business. But now it's it's becoming probably much more business like. That is uh, a laser tag company uh, creating you know uh, the laser tag systems. So basically, it's it's a kind of airsoft. Oh, laser tag. With, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm gotcha. sorry for my pronunciation no i, so, I apologize and we create if I stuff like that for uh-huh. the outdoor for the outdoor playing it's a kind of airsoft but with laser nice but it's a yeah so i love it but i, I don't have any more time to, to do you to do go you, and play does the laser tag business you actually have a a location where people can go to no it's, to play? it's slightly different because our version is for the outdoor play uh-huh. For the outdoor game, uh-huh. so you you play outdoor. Okay, so the business not, does yeah, yeah. doesn't own a location 
do you own no, like, no, no, land no. or how does we it... create uh we create the electronic equipment to make oh, it oh oh so you actually so manufacture a... or you source exactly the electronic equipment no we we actually manufacture yeah really and we yeah i brought the entire firmware of that stuff so every single line of code of firmware of that stuff i, I brought in my free time no before the baby. way <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> but it's a it's a kind of no it's it's not Dude, it's not so a business cool. it's not uh, a so big business so it's like it, a side it was project. more a it's game like for fun yeah exactly now we have no more time even to to play or to uh to work it to work on it anymore Right, but yeah, five years ago I was very focused on it. It was very funny. What did you, know? you write? The uh, did you write an assembly or what did you write the firmware? Uh, no, no, it was it it was C plus plus. Oh, just okay. recompiled on. Yeah, it was so. It, it this is how little I know modern. about anything outside of PHP. Is like, <laughs> what did you write <laughs> okay, an assembly? <laughs> great. Yeah, you have a lot of shades in the middle between PHP and assembly. Yeah, there's a couple, a couple layers, right? <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Yeah, so that's so cool. It was man. a, it was a kind of funny, but you know, sometimes I, I just change my focus from, you know, uh, PHP to other languages or technologies to just to, to have some that's fun. That's cool. It's funny. I yeah. had this, uh, I had this thought the other day. Um, a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of developers like to do that experiment with other languages. And a lot of people yeah. say you um, you really should experiment with different languages because you learn a lot. You learn how Absolutely. to think differently. Yeah. And I definitely respect people that do that. Like, it's impressive to me, but I've never really done that. Like, I mean, I learned C, I learned Pascal when I was, you know, um, learning oh, development. Pascal. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. But once but, yeah. I got into PHP, yeah. as far as server side... That's pretty much all I've done. And I had this thought literally yesterday and I tweeted it. I was like, dude, I'm going to be doing PHP 50 years from now. Like I'm never, I'm just, that's all I'm going to do is PHP. And, uh, it, it was just, I don't know. It was just funny. Cause, uh, you know, I think yeah. it's cool to do other stuff. I just don't know if I'll ever do that. You know? Yeah. I love, I love to explore. Uh, so now, for example, my new focus is no JS. Nice. Uh, I'm more focused. Yeah, so I love it. But uh, it depends. I, mean, I also like, for example, Python or uh, more um, strange languages like Ruby, stuff like that. Uh, so I like to change why, time by time. Why is Ruby a strange language? <laughs> no, I'm joking. This is a kind of joke between me and one colleague of mine because I say that Python and Ruby are strange languages. Okay. Because of the indentation, so they're they're crazy. Because of the what? The Especially Python, uh, the indentation. Yeah, you know, Python. Uh-huh. In Python, you you don't have um, when you create a, a method, for example, in PHP, you have to open your brackets and close right. your bra- uh, right, right, right. Brackets is the right brackets. term. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Brackets. Okay. In in Python, you don't have uh, brackets, so it depends on the indentation. Yeah. So it's it's a kind of. It's it's crazy because it when is. You I've run code, into it's, some it's, weird, but like I there yeah. I have I use a uh, uh, fabric uh, or I used to use fabric no. for deploys, so that's the only Python I do. <laughs> yeah, run so, into some weird indentations. Now, now stuff. I use I only use Python for my home automation system. Really? Uh, so it's, it's yeah, I think dude, it's, you're it's like a, the only... 
You're like a Tony Stark, man. You're like a. Oh like yeah, a, I got for, yeah. All my uh, home is is totally automated, so that's why I can. Yes, I decided to 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 play a couple of weeks. Uh, so I decided to study IoT and I, uh, for a couple of weeks, and I changed all the equipment in my house. So I re- rewired everything, and so it's. Now I have uh, voice control over everything in, in my That's... house. My wife says that probably the house will kill us in the night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the microwave will probably sue us for some kind of reason. But yeah, so... <laughs> sue us? <laughs> yes. That's no, hilarious. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's oh, so no, it, it's, it's totally crazy because when you uh, when you say this, okay, it's cool to have a fully automated house yeah. until you introduce a bug in your house. And yeah. this is not a joke. I had a bug uh, so in my in my Python script. And uh, so basically you were turning on a light and I don't know for, uh, there was a kind of race condition. So the light was starting to blink. It was like a, a kind of disco. So <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Because you wake up in the night with blinking lights in the hotel. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. so it literally woke you guys up in the middle of the night, blinking. Yeah, no, like... it happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. It's, That's uh, funny. Well, to be totally honest, it's happening even now sometimes. It's, oh, is it? It's because there is still a bug. Yeah. Sometimes, but usually one per month. But it's scary. <laughs> so. Um... No, I'm trying to fix, but I don't have time to fix it. <laughs> So my, my, I, my wife is becoming crazy. It sounds like your wife must be really happy with you. Uh, very, yeah, she's, very... she's always happy. When, <laughs> she's caring every time that, you know, Amazon, when, when Amazon comes, bringing some new stuff, she's just scared. Oh my God, what is now? <laughs> That's no, funny, it's crazy. Man. Um, yeah, this is, this is my way of, yeah, you know, is... of playing or. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, you know, so, I, I'm 40, but I'm still a, a young boy. Yeah, you're in your young 30s, pretty much. You're no, you're yeah, no. I, I think I'm, I'm an oldie, an old, an older teens, probably. Yeah, I can demonstrate. Wait for, wait me for a minute. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this is this is what I got for my birthday. By the way, the the. Yeah, the uh, what you call it? Your your fancy uh, blur Skype blur filter oh, is I'm blurring sorry. it a little. This but is I can, the Lego I can see block. It. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a Lego block. You know, this is this is to demonstrate to you. I'm just a just a, a kid. boy that kid has forty years. Yeah, That's I'm a awesome. kid. So the um, the home automation system, how? Because most people just use you know, Alexa with, uh, you know, Philips Hue yeah. light bulbs or something. I have, I'm getting the sense that you went a little lower level than, than uh, that. No, I, I, I got an interface with, uh, with Google, of course, and Alexa, uh-huh. uh, but I prefer Alexa, to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. But so, but, but are you writing your own or, or like, why, like, where's the bug exactly if you're just using regular smart bulbs uh, connected to Google? Yes, it was uh, because at the very early stage of my own automation system, I was not using any uh, software uh, ready in the community. So I decided to wrote my own. Uh-huh. And it was uh, a central control system of the old uh, lights and old switches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, since I, I wanted to remap um, 
each switch to each light. So I, I wanted, for example, to use one switch to turn on another light. So I had this central system to uh, coordinate the whole system. And oh, I had a bug. Okay. Uh, so basically there was a queue and the message was repeating continuously on, off, on, off, on, off. So basically the system was just <laughs> looping crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. now I decided to move to an open source project uh, uh, and just to write a plugin uh, in uh, this open source project that is called Home Assistant that is nice. much uh, much better. Uh, in nice. fact, as you can see, my light is still on. Now. That's very impressive. Your lights are just yeah, on. Absolutely. There's no blinking. Yeah. It's, it's no, especially it's, because, to be honest, here this is the only room where. I don't have any automation system. This is why this is still on, probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto-scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to MageMojo for the continued support of MageTalk. MageTalk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento premier partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. I have a random question when you're talking about open source automation systems. Are you into yeah. like gardening at all? Like, um, do, do you guys have a garden to you grow your own vegetables? That kind of thing. Is that common in Italy in your backyard? Uh, or again, I'm like sorry. I, I didn't oh. understand what you mean. I'm do sorry. you have a garden like in your backyard where oh. you grow vegetables and stuff like that? Okay. Uh, well, I decided to solve in a different way. I have no backyard. No backyard. <laughs> so, oh, okay. No, I don't have backyard. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got no. it. Got it. Got it. Uh, the reason I asked was because uh, we've been starting to do a little bit of, I think a lot of people have started to do their own gardens because of COVID and supply chain stuff and wanting to have some of their own food or whatever. And uh, somebody in the Magento okay. community uh, told me about this open source uh, automation for uh, for gardening, basically, there's a hardware oh, device. I'm sorry, I totally misunderstood what you were meaning. I'm oh, okay. sorry. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, I know it was my, a very English, random so. question. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Uh, so uh, 
I don't know if I correctly understood now, but yeah, I have um, um, a camera system outside. Okay. That is connected with my uh, internal alarm system, for example. Uh-huh. And I have a perimeter check. Oh, of, okay. So nice. And for example, if someone, uh, yeah, if, let's say, but here in Italy, for example, for uh, deliveries, that I think it was the main concern you were talking about for people delivering uh, goods at home, you were meaning, or, okay. So basically they're, for example, Amazon now is uh, just leaving uh, something in front of your door. Uh, they're authorized to, uh, usually you have to sign when you when you receive something. But mm-hmm. now because of the COVID, they simply leave there. And I have my uh, camera system that is watching where they leave something. And I also uh, have presence detection. So I... What is it? What kind of detection? Presence? A, uh, basically, yeah, presence detection. So when someone, for example, uh, stays uh, near my home, I got a... Um, I receive a message in my Telegram with a with a picture. Nice. Does it do like facial detection, or it just detects? Uh, no, I, like did, a, I didn't. I didn't have facial detection, face detection. But yeah, I, I could implement actually because my oh. other the other thing I like it was well actually when I was younger, I like to play with um, computer vision. But oh, honestly, really? yeah, I'm not playing with computer vision since I don't know maybe ten years mm-hmm. and fifteen years. Nice. That's, now he's simply sending me a picture. Nice. This is why uh, I say that my my wife is becoming crazy. You know, it's <laughs> too many automations. She's always fighting with them. <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, so um, let's see here. I was uh, curious on the going back to your team and um, yeah. your company and and working remotely. Um, with COVID and stuff like that and trying to, I think this is a problem everyone is facing is like, how do you, you know, create the, uh, you know, the events, the ways to get together as a team, uh, and, you know, to bond things like that. Have, do you guys have any ideas for how to do that? I think you mentioned maybe a barbecue, getting in for a barbecue or something like that. Yeah. But to be honest, we are still working on that. Uh, right now, we we just had some, you know, um, video game uh, event mm-hmm. that is still a remote event. So we are all my team, like for example, to the first person shooters. So sometimes we we play together uh, nice. just to rebuild the team and to to be friends out of uh, the office, you know. But now we. Mm. For example, I, I don't see I don't see people since four months. I mean, in person. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to, yeah, you're right, trying to organize a barbecue mm-hmm. and to to have them uh, them all in one place. Uh, we are still thinking on how to address it because uh, now it's it's becoming crucial uh, because you know, as I told you uh, before, my all my team was used to uh, to be in the same office. Uh, and it was quite relaxed environment. So now we have to to face it in a different way, and we are starting thinking also to um, uh, to have someone, maybe uh, someone that can give us some suggestion on how to address it. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's it's tough. I some think some consultant, but, you know. Oh, you're thinking about hiring a consultant to help? Yeah, you? maybe. That's yeah. a cool. That's a cool idea. 
yeah, for, so, you know, for team building and stuff like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so you guys basically play video games together, like as a way yeah, to... Yeah, we do. That's really cool. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's really interesting, man, with video games is that, like, it's, you know, like... I used to play video games when I was a kid and then I kind of stopped for a while and then now they're, they're kind of mainstream for people of all ages. And it's interesting that that's one of the primary ways to like socialize, just have fun together. Um, you know, remotely. Yeah, because we were used when we were at the office. Yeah. So we, we tried to, to keep this. And, but at the office we were playing at lunchtime, not we are playing in the evening. Yeah. Uh, when we have time and when we remember, sometimes mm-hmm. we we try to force people mm-hmm. uh, to to play uh, because we want to you know recreate this environment. Yeah. Uh, this relaxed environment. Yeah, that's really cool. I was because, actually you know, talking. My, I'm, uh-huh. I'm very scared when I when I think to. Uh, well, actually, not scared. I can say that my only concern about remote working is that you uh, you lose the contact with the people and you have no idea on what the people think, if they are happy, not happy. Uh, you you can just have feelings. And uh, all the feelings is that the people are happy. But uh, what will happen in three months? Uh, yes, I, I can speak with them. I can um, I can have a video call. Uh, but you know, being in person is different. You you have an immediate uh, feeling of uh, what the people uh, are thinking, uh, what is the the mood, if there is something wrong, and it's very important because you know, especially for Italian people, because you know we are used to to be very uh, uh, physical from this from this uh, point of view. Um, so it's it sounds strange, but you know you you give hugs to your colleagues. You, you say yeah. hello, give me five, come on, it's yeah. stuff like that. So I'm missing that part. Yeah, it's a, and you know, I it's think a very like it. affectionate culture. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we are we have the same the same environment at the we we had the same environment at the office, and we want to uh, make it happen again, still keeping uh, the remote working. So I yeah. think remote working is great. But you still have to uh, to keep in touch with uh, with a human dimension, with a physical dimension. So yeah, uh, that is the most challenging part, I think. Yeah, and we are still trying to understand because we are quite new to this to this world. There are other companies like, for example, the Italian Beatpool. Uh, you probably know them, mm-hmm. uh, Alessandro Ronchi. And so on. They, they, for example, they have a, a longer history uh, on remote working. They they have right. much more experience, but we don't have. So we are trying to to build it from from scratch, right? And I have to say it's quite tough, especially if you see from the managing part, uh, because you have to to keep everything under control, and you cannot ever ever have yeah. everything under control. So you have to. I, I saw this uh, tweet. Um, it was that there was um, a some kind of a study. Uh, I, I don't remember any of the details, but basically. Uh, it was saying that the individual employees, uh, after working remotely, the individual employees were reporting more productivity, but the managers were reporting less productivity. And uh, I was really interested to learn more about how that was measured and things like that. But I can sort of understand intuitively how it could feel that way. 
um, where the individuals can tell they're getting more work done, but then the managers feel like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think it's exactly true because it, it even depends on the individual. Uh, because what I saw is that uh, if you are a senior developer, for example, you have a higher productivity. If you are a junior developer, it's not so true. It depends. And when I say senior, uh, I don't mean uh, hard skills. I mean soft skills. Uh, from my perspective, you can be a senior developer and you started working with PHP last year. Uh, it depends on your mindset. This is my vision about senior and junior. So if you are if you are the kind of person that can manage yourself, uh, that is very serious um, when uh, that takes seriously uh, the job, then yes, your productivity will for sure increase because you you don't have any distraction, you're focused, uh, you don't have to waste your time in the traffic in the morning, so on. But if you're a junior developer that needs someone uh, near to be trained to be, it's not so true. Honestly, from the managing perspective, I can understand, but uh, I, had the, I have the feeling that the reality is that most of the managers were not ready uh, because usually remote working is something, at least here in Italy, uh, is something that people uh, think only the young people can do. And usually the managers are older people and mm-hmm. they, they think that uh, working from home is some kind of a misconception of the work. For example, we have some politicians here in Italy, and we all know that politicians are very wise people. Yes, never make any mistakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That are saying that working from home is not working, for example, because they are not able to understand. Because it's simply they are stuck to a kind of work that was probably after the World War II. I don't know what kind of work they, they think. So it's, uh, uh, it's that kind of work. So I think most of the managers are still there. Uh, and when, you're, uh, when you find yourself from one day to another, like what happened in the COVID situation, working from home and you're, you're not ready, of course, your, your productivity will go down immediately, of course. But honestly, we were quite lucky uh, because we, we started without knowing to be a remote company inside our office. Uh, I mean... Uh, that basically we we started using all the tools that usually are used in a remote company. So, for example, mm-hmm. we started, um, we asked people to not, for example, um, stand up and go in another office to ask something to, to another guy because simply you interrupt other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe uh, that guy was busy and, you know, he doesn't want to be interrupted. Mm-hmm. So why don't you send him a Slack message? So mm-hmm. when he's ready... He will answer you. So mm-hmm. we started using, for example, Slack even for in-office communication. Mm-hmm. Or use Jira. Uh, we, all, we use the, the Atlassian stack, for example, for the task management. Mm-hmm. And we started to use in the in the right way. We, we started using a Scrum approach. So we, we basically were ready to be a remote company from the process perspective. Right. But That's interesting. most of the other companies are not. Absolutely. Right. At least right. here in Italy. Oh, here yeah. In Italy, sometimes they, they say, okay, I'm remote working from home. Okay, how do you work from home? I get, a, I get my phone. I pick up and answer calls. Mm-hmm. That, that, is not, that is not remote work. Right, that exactly. is vacation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's so many people that uh, 
that, I mean, it, it's tools, it's process, it's mindset, it's, it's really philosophy. Exactly. It's, a, it's a philosophy of not interrupting people. There's so much that goes into it and everybody's yeah. trying to learn this as fast as they can. Some people are much further along than others. Um, and it's hard that- For example, another, <clears throat> another very challenging part from this perspective is training. Training and uh, recruiting. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that because um, you mentioned junior developers versus senior. And, uh, you know, a lot of I'm curious if you're a lot of agency strategy is to hire junior developers and to train, especially if you have an office is to hire junior developers and train them. Is that your is that generally your hiring hiring strategy versus hiring Uh, senior? Yes, it was uh, for a certain for um in a certain period of my company it was uh, the strategy to hire junior developers but now we are trying to hire uh, senior developers but as okay. i told you before when i say senior i mean uh from the mindset perspective mm-hmm. usually we don't care so much about the art skills because i'm uh i am i am sure i i i think that when you when you have the right mindset Mm-hmm. It's not so hard to, to learn a new language and a new technology. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you will you will learn it. You will uh, you will be able to use it in the right way. Uh, but if you don't have the right mindset, you can be even the most skilled developer in the world. But you will probably will fail sooner or later. So uh, we try to to have junior developers from the uh, skills perspective and we managed to try to train uh, while we were at the office we we had a we had a kind of classrooms uh, to, to train people uh, and plus uh, formation nice. of the job now we, we don't have we don't have it anymore uh, but you know finding uh, senior developers from the other skills perspective is very tough uh, finding junior especially here in my in my city for example, uh, it's, a, it's a city with a very famous university, so we have a lot of uh, young people uh, that could be that can be interesting. But of course, we have to train them, and now it's quite challenging to find a way to train them uh, being remote. So this is why this is another reason why we still have an office, for example. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're trying to open uh, our. Um, uh, how can I say our landscape? I mean, uh, taking mm-hmm. people from other cities. For example, mm-hmm. now our next project manager is coming from Rome, uh, not mm-hmm. from Perugia. This was mm-hmm. something impossible just uh, six months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, interesting. I um, yeah, I was uh, also curious about time zone. Like when you mentioned that you guys can play games together and stuff together, I was actually talking to. Uh, my my buddy Eric yesterday about his company, and he was saying that they were um, trying to get together for a game night, like to play I don't know some kind of game, board games or something, yeah, um, or maybe video games I don't know. But um, but he said that it was it was complicated to find the right time, and he has a company that's remote all over the world, all different time zones. Um, I think it's interesting. There's so many flavors of remote. And like you're saying, a smart company, which is kind of hybrid in office or remote, there's something really nice about being 
remote and then, but all being in the same time zone or even the same city or the same country, you know, the same, uh, you know, yeah. small country or whatever, because this you is can what have, is happening to us. Yeah. For example, we are a remote company in the same city. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, that it, the most far guy is, I don't know, 30 kilometers from here. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's very close. Yeah. But and then that also gives you the opportunity that you're on the same time. You don't have time zone problems because time zone no, problems absolutely. is a whole different category of a problem that a lot yeah. of people can learn how to deal with. But it's it's uh, it's you know there's a learning curve. Um, and then also, if you want to get together for events, you can do that. Like uh, that's an option for yeah. you. You know. Um, yeah, is, we can which do. Is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, we can do. We also have the, the, the same problem in a in a smaller way, of course, because it's, Italy is a small country. But to move, for example, from Milan to my city, it can take five hours. Yeah. So, uh, so it, organizing events is not so easy if you if you stay in different cities because you know, uh, for example, connections in Italy are not uh, airplane driven. Usually, are train driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the US, you usually move. Uh, you, I think using airplanes here in Italy is quite uncommon to, to take a plane to fly from Rome uh, to Milan. Usually mm-hmm. you, you, you take a train. Uh, so you have How long longer is the train ride? To, How long is the train ride from Rome to Perugia? Uh, from Rome to Perugia is maybe one hour, probably. Oh, oh okay. hour. Yeah. Yeah. So it's close. quite close. It, it depends on the kind of train, of course. The high speed train is yeah, probably one hour. Otherwise, is one day. I don't know. No, I'm joking. Oh. It, it depends on the efficiency you, you find. Uh, but yes, now we, we have the 90, 99% of the people here in Perugia and uh, the surrounding cities. Uh, the first guy that is, uh, this is onboarding uh, at the beginning of the next month is coming from Rome. And it's the first one we are hiring outside our city and it's pretty close even to Perugia. And now we are opening, of course, even outside, but uh, especially after the, the acquisition of this new company, uh, we're starting working with companies from other cities because this company is, uh, is countrywide. Uh, so they have, uh, I don't know how many companies inside. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's a huge group of companies, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh and so we, we deal with uh, other people in other company that is, uh, you know, it's remote work level two because you, you not only have a different city, you have guys that you never met before and you have to, to meet for the first time, maybe from a different company, from your different white work. So it's, it's the next mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you have a lot of shades of, remote and smart working. Right. Yeah. I think everybody on some level, uh, start, starts gradually, like gets into remote work gradually. Um, yeah. and I've been talking to companies about hiring and stuff like that for years now, you know, with, uh, commerce hero. And it's funny, there was, you know, in the past pre COVID, there was kind of the companies that hired remote and the companies that didn't. Um, and then I gradually saw even pre COVID, almost all of them start to open up to hire remote. And sometimes they would start with one person because the person used to work with them and then they moved to another city, but they said, well, just keep working with us. 
And everybody has yeah. their own way of getting into it. It's never zero to a hundred. Um, and you know, there's a lot of things to kind of figure out. Yeah. But I, I think now we, we, we just have to face, uh, when I say we, I mean, we as Italian people, but I think it's more worldwide. We have to, to face a cultural problem with remote mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. This is my feeling. You know, because when, when you, especially when you talk to someone talking about remote working, they, they think you are a kind of nerd uh, in, a, in a strange room full of screens, uh, no lights. Blinking you know, lights that have a bug in them. Blinking on. lights, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's true. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that say, well, and we're just going to wait until I was talking to somebody the other day and they had, they were talking to somebody about a job that was in the other part of the country. And, uh, I said, well, was it remote? And they said, no, they wanted me to move there. And they said that they were, you know, everything is remote now, but they're waiting until everything goes back to normal. And I think some people yeah. are just waiting for everything to go back to normal. And they, they think it will. And but maybe it will I to a certain extent, you know. Here in Italy, we say we, we got a new normal. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't think that, first um, first of all, I don't think that this COVID experience, let's call it the COVID experience, is finished. Because I'm pretty sure we, we will have, in a, in a way or the other, a second wave sooner or later. I hope it will be just a light second wave. And we will be uh, back to home again. I think so. I hope it will not happen, but it may happen. Uh, and we will start a new way, I think, to, to, to work. To um... So this is why, for example, yeah, here in Italy, we call it the new normal. We have to understand that now yeah. it changed forever, I yeah. think. Even, even when it will disappear, we will be drastically changed because... Uh, we don't even, we don't totally understood that we could work from home, but we understood that we are so fragile from the society, from the economic perspective, that we are totally changing our way of living our lives. Yeah. So it's, it's totally, it's totally different. For example, what happened here in Italy is that people started to uh, understand what was important to buy, for example. This is why the economy uh, went down at a certain moment, it was not because we, we had uh, the shop closed. For example, now we are all the shop opened. So there is not a good reason uh, for the economy to not start again. But most of the people are just understood that they must find a new way of, uh, of living, of uh, using money, of buying and so on. So I think that it drastically changed uh, the mankind forever. I hope in a good way. So I, I need to I need to believe it in a good way because it was a so scary moment of the of the human history that must of course find a you know a, um, a good ending that must mm-hmm. be an, a good ending. So mm-hmm. it's, this is what I think. So we have to understand that probably the smart working we we tasted today it will stay even. Even later, even when it's yeah. when everything is over, and this is what happened. For example, in my, at my company, we were forced to use to um, to stay at home because of the remote working. And to yeah. be honest, the first week 
uh, with my with my uh, other two partners, we uh, we said, hey, uh, okay, but we will stay at home for a couple of weeks. Then mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. will be back to normality. Back to normal. And we will go back <laughs> to the office. Uh, after two weeks, uh, it was even worse. Hey, come on. How how will it ever last? Other two weeks, one month? Mm-hmm. And now it's almost six months. Yeah. And consider it was quite a tough decision because we uh, we had uh, new offices. So we had a, a quite economic impact in 2019 to create this new office, to, uh, to buy all the furniture and whatever. And now we're saying uh, we have not that office anymore. We are probably... Uh, we, we dismissed that, that office. We are probably taking one smaller office because we don't have any more 20 people working in the same place. Mm-hmm. And we will not go back anymore to the normality because now it's normality. Yeah. When we ask it to... So uh, I think now it can be stressful for my guys to come back to the office. Yeah. It's a change. Now, mm-hmm. it's, now it's very normal to, to stay at home and work from home. Yeah. But this is why yeah. this is why I say that uh, company managers, especially company managers, have to um, open their their eyes and understand that nothing will be back to normality because we are now in the normality. Yeah, I mean, I I've been a fan of remote work for a long time and have have done it myself, and um, I I hope that everybody works remote. Um, I know that it's it's grown really quickly. Uh, recently, and maybe maybe it will go to a hundred percent pretty quickly. Um, maybe it'll go backward, go back and forth a little bit. Eventually, over time, it will get there. It'll be virtually a hundred percent. Everybody will work remotely, some capacity, and it's fascinating to see kind of society's evolution with with remote work. Um, and it's not always easy. It's, it's, uh, like we said in the beginning for some companies, it's easier than others. Some were more prepared. Um, I'm curious, um, on the, uh, when you said you shifted from hiring junior to hiring senior developers, going back to that, uh, what was the, what was the reason for that shift? Was that because of, uh, COVID or was it before that? Uh, it was uh, before that, but mainly it's because before we had no time for training. Uh, at the end, we, we just understood we had no time for training. Mm-hmm. And then, because now we, uh, we are not sure on how to train people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to experiment. Uh, we have to find a way, uh, a system. We are, we are working on it. We are, I'm working with one of my guys, with one of my front-end developers, to, uh, to find a, um, a system to train people. Uh, remotely, mm-hmm. uh, because it's not so easy. Uh, because you know, when you are in the office, you you just stand up, you you ask something. As I told you before, uh, now you you have to you have to send a Slack message, start a Zoom call, or whatever is that, uh, share your screen, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, from one perspective, it can be uh good because uh the junior developer starts to understand that he, he has to auto train to train himself uh but as i told you before it depends on the mindset uh because sometimes you, you find uh especially people uh that just finished the university and the first at the first work at the first job they're 
they still have an approach as a, as a student. So they want someone teaching them in a kind of vertical session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, this is quite hard to achieve uh, in a remote way. Uh, we can still address it with our physical office, but honestly, the other challenging part is to find the time. Uh, because, you know, as uh, as Magento Company and not only Magento Company now, we are overbooked for the next 20 years, probably. Ah. So we have no time for... I think it's it's quite common to, for from a gentle company. Yeah. Uh, so this is why we were trying to uh, to find to hire uh, senior developers. Gotcha. At least developers with uh, experience. I mean, with a, with a working experience, with a job experience. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're trying to to find. That makes sense. Um, speaking of Magento, I know we haven't talked too much about. Magento yet in the in the conversation here we got about five minutes left um what are your thoughts on uh sort of the current state of Magento obviously there was a 2.4 release I think yesterday or the day before um the Adobe you know situated like what are your thoughts overall on the the product the ecosystem uh well about the product I have good feelings because uh it's moving to uh the next level it's moving are you, to an enterprise are you, level. Are you pretty involved in community engineering? Are you um, contributing? Well, I, I was used to, to be involved uh, the last year. Now, to be honest, uh, this year I had no time to um, uh, to work so much, on, especially um, because, you know, I was very involved in the MSI project, for example. That's right. That's what uh, I remembered. Yeah. I made a lot of contributions for the Magento security and other architectural parts. But uh, in the last year, I had not so much time to, to work on it because I was very busy in 100 of things. And I had no more free time because of the baby, of course. So I couldn't be um, so, uh, so involved in the community as I wanted to be. Uh, but yeah, um, talking about w- what happened to Magento, you know, I have a good feeling from the uh, product perspective. I think, well, to be honest, I hope that will become a real enterprise level product uh, because now, um, to be 100% honest, uh, when you say enterprise level products, you, you think to other products. So Magento is the new entry in the enterprise world. Uh, because you, you have other players there. Uh, so Magento is the new guy that must to, to find its own dimension in this new world. So I hope it will be uh, a real enterprise product level. Uh, from the other side, I got a feeling uh, that the community dimension is, uh, is fading out uh, somehow. Uh, I don't know if this is because of the COVID situation. I, I don't know, or because the, we have no more events. I don't know exactly. But my feeling is that uh, there is no more that the involvement there was before, probably. And even because since it is moving to an enterprise level, uh, probably uh, they are creating a gap uh, between uh, the small, medium business and enterprise level that is too high for most of the companies working with Magento. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, in fact, now other products are trying to fill that space because uh, since um, because now you, Magento was uh, its own competitor with Magento One because you had Magento One for the small medium business and Magento Two for 
the higher business and the enterprise level business. But now since Magento One uh, is no more on the stage and is going uh, to be um, sooner or later dismissed, actually it's supposed to be dismissed, but you know, most of the people are still running Magento One. When it will be actually, there will be uh, a gap in the middle. And I think that most of the company will be too big for the small business and too small for the big business. And I don't know what will happen from that mm. point of view. This is another yeah. reason why we decided, for example, to make this operation with, uh, with that company. Because right. in this way, we're, we can access... Uh, yeah, th- that was one of the, uh, the reasons. Uh, because when you are a company of 20 people, you cannot uh, deal with uh, the giants. And only the giants now can have a Magento because Magento is very expensive as a product. Right. If you want to have a, uh, a good level... And I don't want to sell, you know, a low-level product. I, I, I want to, right. I want to right. have an high-level product. And to have it, you have to have uh, enough budget. And not all the companies have that budget. Right. And when you are uh, a company of 20 people, you cannot ask for uh, so, so much money because they, they don't, you, you know, you, you don't have credibility uh, from that perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. This is so. I am. It's a kind. It's a kind of confusing feeling now. I have to yeah. understand and see what's happening. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Um, it'll be interesting to see where everything goes. And um, with that, we are pretty much at our at our time here. Uh, so thanks again uh, for uh, for joining. And uh, where uh, where can people find you online? Oh, I think the most easy way is Twitter, probably. So my, my handle is Rick Tempesta. Okay. Oh, and we never yeah, got to the story about way. the Rick. The story oh, about your nickname. The, <laughs> uh, I, will, I will make the long story short. It's because you, you know the actor, The, the Rock. Oh. You know, the, the giant <laughs> one. Okay, because I had, I had one of my, my guys that created, uh, took the body of The Rock and put my face <laughs> on the body and uh, and down there was the rick the so, rick <laughs> uh, yeah one day igor minailo from the community engineering went to our office so that took a picture and it became viral so, <laughs> i love now, it this is why i am the rick that's hilarious well thanks again the rick thank you for having me thanks everybody for tuning in Remember to like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. And we will see you next week.